Welcome to the Mystic Women Podcast with your host, Mystic Women founder, Marlon. From topics like spirituality, connecting to spirit and psychic abilities to spiritual awakening, Marlon helps you navigate the world of spirit in a down-to-earth way. So, let's get started. Hello and welcome to the Mystic Women Podcast episode number four. It has been quite interesting navigating the podcast world. I've never done this before. This is my first podcast, so bear with me. We're growing together. We're learning together. We're healing together. Now, before I introduce today's topic, I want to go ahead and pull out a card for my tarot deck. And the card that I did pull out goes perfectly with the topic that I chose for this episode. It is a page of pentacles which is a card that really invites us to learn from our past mistakes. It reminds us of, instead of beating ourselves up for our mistakes, to learn from them, to try to become a new person from what we learn from them. It's truly a beautiful card that reminds us to always look into the future, to always know and be open-minded and curious and trust that today's failures will lead to tomorrow's successes. Now, I did get the Page of Pentacles reversed, which does make a difference. It also reminds us to not leave things unfinished, to finish what we start and remember why we started in the first place. Nothing can really get accomplished unless we're committed to what we say we're going to do. True success is achieved by little tiny steps that eventually do get us to our success and our dreams. So let me go ahead and introduce our topic for today, which is how to forgive yourself for your actions before you started healing. This conversation is going to be yielded towards mental health, which is a topic very, very close to my heart. I do suffer from various mental health issues, and I have struggled my entire life with them. There's a lot of healing that needs to be involved when it comes to mental health and mental illnesses and mental disorders. There's a lot of grief that we experience when we are either medicated or on the path towards becoming healthier. And we start looking back and we remember the things that we have done and we realize that we hold a lot of grief and we would love to go back in time and change the things that we have done, but we are unable to do that. So we experience a lot of shame a lot of self-loathing because we don't believe we are amazing people due to the things that we have done. And we don't know how to apologize to the people that we've hurt. So I really want to touch base on what I've done to overcome this in this episode. There is a lot of grief involved with mental health disorders, mental health in general. When you have suffered with your mental health for a long time, You may not be too proud of the different things that you did, the mistakes that you made while you weren't on your path towards healing. There may be a lot of people that you hurt. There may be a lot of suppressed feelings. And all these feelings are in your subconscious and they do pop up whenever they like to, usually at the worst possible times. I know it's absolutely true that We experience so much grief when we remember all these different things that we got ourselves into when we weren't well. 
And if you're a person with a conscience, then it definitely gets to you very often. It may even be in the way of you doing certain things in your life, of you, uh, of you progressing and doing the things that you love because you may feel like you don't deserve to be happy. Now, I am bipolar and ADHD. I have bipolar 1 and ADHD. And there was a period of my life a couple of years ago where I was about to go into my awakening and I was not doing well. I went into a period of psychosis, ended up in the hospital, not knowing what on earth was happening to me. And during this time, I did definitely hurt a lot of people with my actions, with my words, and I absolutely regret it. This is not the first time that I hurt people because of my illnesses. Throughout my whole life, I can pinpoint different instances where my illness has definitely gotten in the way and has made me act in ways that I am not proud of. Bipolar disorder is a very difficult illness. So is ADHD. When it comes to bipolar disorder, you can get into a lot of trouble when you do certain reckless things when you're manic, or you get into certain arguments with people that you love when you're manic. Depression is also a very sad time because you end up shutting out the people from your life that want to help you. With ADHD, you act impulsively sometimes, not thinking about what will happen if you do a certain thing and you don't think of the consequences. So you can live your life absolutely recklessly if you're not properly diagnosed and take care of your issue. Now, there are many ways to take care of your mental health issues. Some people will take medication. Other people will go a different route. I'm not a medical doctor, so I do not want to get into the specifics of how these different illnesses are handled, but I do know that there is a phase to this, these illnesses that is called the healing phase. And this is a time when you become level-headed, you can finally think clearly, and you start to think back about the things that you did. Because our brains are structured in such a way that if you hurt somebody in your life, your brain will do its job of reminding you about it so that you don't do it again. So it will bombard your head over and over again with different scenarios and different things that you did so that you do not repeat your actions. We can't really stop our brains from doing this. It's the way that it works, but we can reflect on what our brains are telling us. We can learn from what we did. And I am aware that there are two sides to this story. There's you, the person who suffered with the illness, and there is the person that you possibly hurt. And I am not taking away the fact that you were suffering too. Mental illness is a difficult, difficult thing to deal with. My heart goes out to you if you suffer from these various episodes of mood swings. Not really mood swings because in bipolar we can't call it mood swings, right? They're, it's much tougher than a regular mood swing. And with ADHD, it's much more difficult than just not feeling like you can concentrate. It's a lot more than that. So I do want to make clear that I am not in any way, shape, or form diminishing the pain that you've gone through because I've been there and I've been through this pain as well. And I know where you're coming from when we're going through these episodes when we're going through these psychological episodes, when our brain is unhealthy, 
we are only doing our best with what we have in our toolbox. It is difficult to act accordingly because we do not have the tools to do so. Our brain is not well. However, I've come to learn that it doesn't matter. It still hurts other people, our actions, the way that we behaved. We have to take ownership for who we hurt while we were going through these various episodes. So I want to go ahead and get vulnerable for a second and share a bit of myself with you because I have absolutely made a lot of mistakes in my life when I have not been well. And a lot of these mistakes have been made in my relationship. Relationships are very, very difficult to keep when you are bipolar or you have ADHD or you have depression or whatever specific mental disorder you have. It is very difficult to be in a relationship because it's very difficult to find someone who understands you or who wants to take the time to understand you. And then there's the other side of the story, which is we barely understand ourselves. There's a point in our illnesses that we barely understand what's going on. And it's very difficult for us to let people in when we can't explain what's going on in the first place. I have been with my husband for 13 years and he has seen all sides of my illnesses. In a large way, I want to dedicate this episode to him because I want to thank him for being with me when no one else wanted to be with me. I want to thank him for forgiving me when other people never did forgive me. It really takes an amazing person to look through all that is happening, all the negativity, and to see the person. It takes a lot to be able to dig through the horrible things that mental illness does and be able to still see the person that you love under all this. And he was able to do that for me. There were many mistakes I made in my relationship because I was manic and not feeling well. I didn't realize that I was acting hysterically and I made a lot of mistakes. But there is a way to own up to these mistakes and there is a way to heal from your mistakes and actually learn and come through the other side a new person. So I want to share with you what I did in order to heal from everything that I did while I was not well. I truly invested time in learning how to accept the consequences, first of all. I did put my ego aside and I put myself in the shoes of the person that I hurt. But I also detached myself from the mistake. In other words, I didn't let the mistake become my identity. Which is what a lot of people do, unfortunately. They become their mistake. So if they lied one time, they assume that they're a liar for the rest of their life. And that is inaccurate. So you can both take ownership for what you did. And you can also detach yourself from this mistake. Something else that I did was ask for forgiveness. Once you own up to your mistake, it's very important to ask for forgiveness. And also be prepared if the person does not want to forgive you. They don't have to. They really don't. It's up to them whether or not they want to accept your apology. And always remember that people will meet you exactly in the place that they are in their own healing. They will not meet you any further than that. 
So do be vulnerable and go ahead and apologize for what you did. Make sure that you own up to your mistakes and you let the person know that it wasn't your intention to hurt them. Try to educate them on your illness and let them know exactly what was going on in your brain at the time. Perhaps they don't understand mental illness, which is usually what happens with a lot of people. They don't really understand mental health issues, so they just discard it and they just believe the person is a terrible human being for what they did. But if they only knew exactly what was happening to the person going through the illness, then perhaps they would understand a little bit better. Now, whether or not they forgive you is it has nothing to do with whether or not you forgive yourself. So let's say they don't forgive you. This does not mean that you cannot forgive yourself. You absolutely should and have to. At the end of the day, they are entitled to their own feelings. Another very, very helpful thing to do is to write down your thoughts, to journal. I would journal so much. I still do. I journal so much. I journal all my thoughts. I love writing my thoughts out. Really lets it, you know, it lets me feel the flow of my emotions and lets me let them go. You can also challenge what you write. Let's say that you write something like, I am a liar. I am not trustworthy. You can look at that statement and demand evidence. You can demand evidence from yourself. You can ask yourself, am I actually untrustworthy or did I just make one untrustworthy mistake? Challenging your thoughts is always an amazing thing to do. It's an amazing tool. And when I journal and I write, I I like to think of myself as a friend. I like to treat myself how I would treat a friend. I wouldn't say negative, horrible things to my friend. I wouldn't tell my friend, you're a terrible human being for the mistakes you made. I wouldn't do that. I would treat my friend with respect and love and kindness. And this is exactly what you should do for yourself. You should give yourself kindness and love and respect. So speak to yourself as if you were speaking to your friend or somebody that you really, really love. There's also a very interesting concept that I've been thinking about, which, I mean, sometimes we feel like if we don't forgive ourselves, that makes us look like we are more sorry for what we did. It's sort of like a way to prove to others that we really are sorry. Look at this. I don't forgive myself either. It's a, I'm a terrible person. I don't forgive myself. So you assume that people will forgive you if you don't forgive yourself. But this is absolutely not the way to heal. This is not the way to move past your mistakes. And finally, I want to share the final thing I did in order to continue on my healing path. And this was to... Give myself some grace. I spent a lot of time thinking about this girl I used to be. And I spent a lot of time thinking about her intentions and whether or not she meant well. And the truth is, is that she did mean very well, but she didn't have a lot of tools in her toolbox, like I said before. She didn't have the life experience. She didn't know what was going on with her brain. She also was suffering very, very much. And most of the time she was feeling completely alone because the world of mental health, the world of mental illness is very, very lonely. When you don't have the experience to know better, you believe that you are 
suffering more than anyone else in the world. You feel absolutely alone. It's a very dark place to be. So I gave this girl some grace. I truly thought about her and wanted to give her a huge hug because I know for a fact that if she had known then what I know now, she would have never done the things that she did. She was simply trying to survive, at times making a lot of mistakes. And I know well that the universe forgives this girl in the same way that the universe forgives you for your mistakes. So who are you to not forgive yourself? The universe already forgave you. The universe is just waiting for you to forgive yourself so that you can go ahead and move forward to the amazing things that are awaiting you. And there are so many incredible things that can happen in your life the moment you let go of this identity, of this aversion that you believe of yourself to be not a great person. And there's so much goodness that will come your way the minute that you start to realize that you deserve all the good things in the world. I'm going to go ahead and end this right here, but I do want to leave you with a little exercise. I did this some time ago and it was really great. I went ahead and I wrote down a letter to myself, a letter saying everything I had ever done that I was not proud of. And then I read this letter out loud and I said my goodbyes to it and I burned the letter. And it was so freeing and liberating to do this. It really helped out. So I really recommend that you do the same. Take the time to do this tonight, whenever you get the chance, and try to write this letter to yourself. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. I really enjoyed making it for you. I want to thank you so much for being here. My name is Marlene. Love and light always.